Yo, what's good, guys? What's good, guys? Uh, hope y'all having a, a good day so far. Uh, just checking over the scores. I watched the games, some of the games last night. Uh, not all, cause I went to bed early. Uh, I don't think I stayed up to finish the Houston uh, Cleveland game, but basically it was it was interesting how uh, Houston man, it's just some chemistry issues. Some players just don't met. And Mac, Mac, uh, don't uh fit together basically, and so uh they don't met they don't mesh together anyway. That's why I was trying to say mesh. I don't know why I had a difficult time uh pronouncing it, but anyway, they had a difficult time. It, it's so maybe it's that or Christian Wood, you know, is proving that he can be a very critical piece to a team. You know, him without his production, I think, you know, they suck Frank. You know, but and to my eyes, without even without his production, they shouldn't be suffering. You got Victor Oladipo, you got John Wall, you got Eric Gordon was out last night. You got PJ Tuck. You you got some players on that team. So uh, you got some players on that team, bro. So it's no excuse for them to be uh, you know, going through a twelve game losing streak. I don't I don't know why. I don't know what's truly up with them, but it's a lot of things. Chemistry is one of them, basically. Uh, they have to deal some pieces, willing deal some pieces. Uh, they have to will deal some pieces. I just think they go have to completely, not completely rebuild, because you go have Christian Wood as a center of your uh, franchise. You go have to build. That's the only option, and they they doing that anyway because John Wall is almost done. Eric Gordon is almost done. PJ Tucker is almost done, and they go they go be out they go be out of uh, Houston. I don't know when, but they go be out of Houston. I can promise you that. Uh, and then they go and then Houston go completely start to rebuild. They go have to start to rebuild because how much longer can you hold on? For instance, uh, John Wall's contract. How much longer can you hold on to that? It's like what what he gonna be making like this year? I think forty six mil. Like, jeez, forty six mil. For a guy who's been out for almost, who was almost out for two years, Joe. Think about that, forty-six mil, and the cap team cap, uh, team cap, uh, the team cap for all teams is one hundred and nine mil. So imagine you got um Eric Gordon, you got Christian Wood, you just signed to a nice contract. So uh, they they doing decent with it, but you got you running out of room basically. And you wanna you wanna build your team. You wanna actually build chemistry. Not only just chemistry, but a winning culture there. And it, it don't look like a winning culture uh, as they slid to as they slid to ten and I wanna say twenty two now or something like that. Ten and twenty two now. So because of this uh, ten game losing streak, it's interesting. You know, just watch it collapse. So who do you blame? The players, the coach, the management, because they bringing in all these pieces, you know. And I feel like even though you can freelance, it's a way you got to find ways to change it, you know, to do what you to do with what you have, you know. And, and that's the case. The twelve game losing streak, he got to change. Got to change something about the lineup. You really got to change something. Silas. Coach Silas got to really change something about the lineup. I know he's I know he's doing all he can to see where he can make changes and stuff, but some reason 
they just not winning games. And defensively, they bad. Uh, defensively, they bad. Because I always point to the defensive end. Because if you can't stop teams, then you're going to lose a lot of games. Like, I understand they scored, what, like 90, 90 points last night. So, they didn't do what they, – they're not doing well on offense either. Uh, they've been – like, it's been games where they scored a lot. But I, I feel like defense is more of their problem because if you can't stop nobody, how you going to win games? I, I know offense wins games too, so I'm not going to say – like, defense is the only importance in, in terms of winning. Offense also does win games, but you have to you have to stop teams from scoring in order to win games. You really do have to stop teams from scoring. You know, you have to play to your strengths as, as well as expose the opponent's weaknesses. And, and that's all you got to do. And You got to play good defense. Great. It doesn't even have to be great, but you have to play the best defense you can. And maybe they are playing the defense they can, but scheme wise, uh, technically they can they can change some things. And I've been and I've been barking on this for uh, years, bro. Uh, for any team, play matchup zone, matchup zone, play like how college teams like play defensively, like especially like Michigan. I notice they kind of blending in. It to me it feels like a matchup zone, but it's, it's a lot of help side. It's always a lot of help side. And I notice a lot of teams in the NBA don't provide a lot of help side. Let's say, let's say if, uh, let's say uh, one of your teammates in the post, or it could just be, let's say uh, a, a, Mitch, a, a mismatch was created, you know, uh, within the post. And now one of your teammates, he has a mismatch as a defender. As a defender, because he he's guarding a big, you know, you gonna need to guard. I they they do help out, but they don't help out as much as I think they should. And 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 I think that's why a matchup zone, to me, like to me a matchup zone is the perfect defense, because it helps to guard. It helps like you, of course you gonna have to change defenses from from time to time, but I feel like a matchup zone helps to protect. The, perim- the perimeter, the corners, the wings, all of that, you know, help to defend that. But at the same time, you can you can you can really help out, you know, if, if your teammate has a mismatch on a defensive end. And I, I feel like a matchup zone can really help a lot of teams. And it would be interesting because in, in today's era, basically, you stretching the floor, uh, stretching the floor more vertically. As you can see, more shooters, uh, mainly Damian Lillard, uh, Stephen Curry, they shooting uh, further and further from the rim and stuff. And so, why not? I don't know. This is my thing. I may be wrong about it, but, you know, on all, like, offenses, to me, I feel like offenses can play more. Like, if, if shooters are stretching the defense up, why not stretch your offense up? You know, have more room by the rim. You know, uh, stretch your defense out. Stretch your def- stretch your offense out more vertically. More vertically. If I was Houston, I stretch it out more vertically. But you know, that may not you know solve anything anyway. So <laughs> it's a suggestion. Uh, any team, I feel like should you know stretch their offense out more vertically. But defensively, matchup zones. I feel like you can apply more matchup zone. I, I feel like Dallas did that. 
in uh, 2011. Uh, I would say playoffs and more so uh, the finals against the Heat. Like, they had different defensive courages and schemes, yes, that they threw at LeBron, you know, because in particularly LeBron was the, the main facilitator of the Miami, the 2011 Miami Heat, or, you know, 2000, yeah, the 2000 Miami Heat and moving forward, he was the main facilitator, basically. And, like, uh, they threw different defensive coverages at him. Uh, and, and I think they kind of ma- they kind of played a match matchup zone too. Uh, it, it appeared that way. They blend if it if it wasn't then they blended it nicely. They blended you know man to man and uh, zones nicely. They blended it nicely because they took away his options. It made and forced him to score. Because when you take away your options, when you take away his options, and you force him to score. I deep see here's my thing. Well like I'm a, I'm aside from the Houston thing, I'ma come back to it, but like the thing is with LeBron, he's a great scorer as he's reached thirty five plus thousand points in his career, the third player to ever do it. But uh at the same time, he's truly and neurologically a, a a pass first player. And so he can score the ball, but I feel like he's more deadly as a passer. He's more deadly as a passer. And what I feel like what Dallas did that a lot of teams still haven't figured out in my eyes is you got to you gotta take away LeBron's options because if you take away his options, you know, uh, it's going to be harder for him to, like, uh, give, other oppor- give other teammates opportunities to score because he has to do, he has to do bulk, the, uh, bulk of the scoring load. And, like, that's what made it difficult. Like I know, I think Wade did better than him. I think Wade picked it picked it up uh, offensively, but it was enough for for uh, Miami as they lost in six games. And LeBron only averaged like eighteen points, which 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 which, which basically was Bismo. Like very 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 <laughs> very miserable. There was a performance you will never see from LeBron again, but. For Dallas to hold them to 18 points, the average uh, an average of 18 points in that in that uh, finals was ridiculous, <laughs> and it was interesting. But anyway, uh, for Houston, uh, I just think I it, they it's some things they need to change. I think it's some things they need to change. The chemistry not there. I think, and I think Silas' offense is just too simple. Like if you ask me. If you ask me, his offense is just too simple. It's not predictable, and I feel like teams have figured them out. Figured them out. It's not. Because you don't have a dominant facilitator like Luka Doncic. Because Silas was an assistant coach with Dallas Dallas last season. But when you have like a a facilitator or a star player like uh, Luka, who, who has this great, who has this exceptional, exceptional, Gravitational pull uh, on offense, you know, he commands the respect of defenses every possession. And Houston don't have that, so Houston going through that where you don't have a particular player at the moment. Christian Wood is out, but even with Christian Wood, he don't demand that offensive gravity like Luca does. And like Houston has to has that problem, you know, with the offensive scheme that you know that they currently plan. It's like you got a whole bunch of average players. Like, 
they don't really catapult the offense at all. And I think that's one of the main reasons why Houston is losing. Their offense is, you know, predictable. Their defense is, is bad. Uh, there's so many reasons. You know, the offense, the offensive schemes got to change a little bit. You got to you gotta have more cohesion. You got to have more unpredictability. And I think, you know, Silas need to do that. You know, he needs to make changes not only within the rotations but within the schemes. Like simple, like simple changes. I know, I know. During the season, you don't want to make dramatic changes because now players have to relearn, or have to have to relearn, you know, and learn some things new, and that could be difficult in, in creating and developing the chemistry. And so, uh, it's many things that they have to do in addition to what management has to do. You know, they have to pull the plug on some people. On some players that they have, veteran, especially veteran players, John Wall, Victor Oladipo, uh, P.J. Tucker, and Eric Gordon. You know, so you and do you want to really start from scratch and build around Christian Wood, or you could continue with these uh, players, veteran players that you have. You know, to the end of the season. You know, are you trying to really get a better draft pick or? What is it? What's the end game for Houston? And that's something we don't really know yet. And uh, we'll find out. We'll find out because the deadline, the uh, March 25th deadline is coming up in like uh, like three weeks, like kind of like three weeks or yeah, like a little over three weeks. But it's coming up. But uh, we'll see what happens. You know, if if they continue this losing streak, will they pull a trigger uh, early? earlier than expected and will they make some moves you know that would kind of help them move forward for the rest of the season and that's pretty much it for today guys and uh hope y'all enjoy the rest of y'all day and i will do so and i'm out peace